Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, everybody. What's up, Will? Hi, Dr. Nick. Hi, Dr. Nick. Uh, so, what's been going on since we last recorded, gentlemen? Any, any beer things? Ah, I went back to Monday night. Oh, okay. Good times, good times. Uh, I was there in the middle of a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, was, there was a lot of people in that picture. It was pretty packed. But, I mean, you know, it's that time of year in Charlotte, it's stupid hot outside. Yes, it is. People want to escape and drink, and a lot of that was going on. But, uh, yeah, it was real good. Beer was real good. Took some home. A-plus would go again. Nice. Well, here's the question. Did you bring any for the rest of the class? Uh, next show. There we go. That's the correct answer. Because it's times like these, you bring some beer home. Well, you getting uh, anything beer-related since we last recorded? Ah, uh, since we last recorded? I don't think so. Oh, I mean, I guess minorly beer, well, beer-related. I went to a, a, a rollout event for the brewery Bottle Logic. Oh, okay, um, sure. I've heard of them. Yeah, and I, they used to be like the darlings of, like, at least I knew a lot of people that traded for Bottle Logic. Like, they were you, always one of those whales that would show up at like Dark Lord Day, and everybody oh. would ooh and ah over it. And uh, so they brought like six different pastry bottles and some cans that I didn't even look at, and some. Oh boy, have you ever had a peanut butter and jelly barley wine? No. Yeah, I did. I did. So you don't have to go through that. It really wasn't terrible, but it was also like a, why am I having this? Why does this exist? This, yeah. I have questions. Well, you also know that I have an unhealthy obsession with peanut butter beer, so. Wasn't as much peanut butter as you would have liked, though. Okay, then. Uh, it, it's just kind of, it's it was an, an you interesting. Both, so you're telling me they both did a peanut butter barley wine and yet didn't do it well enough. I was. And ex- that's what you're rolling out. I was welcome to accept more peanut butter. Like, okay. Like, it was aged in um, grape brandy barrels, so that was good. Like, the, the barrel aging was, was fine, but okay, I didn't I, get, like, a lot yeah. elsewhere. So I, I get it. Okay. Yeah, making sense. Yeah. But it, it's just kind of, it, it was a good temperature check on me. Like, I know I've said on the show so many times, I feel like I'm just over the whole pastry thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's, I'm drinking one that tastes like, a, a black walnut brownie batter, and it's like ah, it's it's okay, yeah. and and I mean part of that is it's ninety five degrees outside, but wow. I've never been afraid of that. This is just like wow, I've really just moved past this. You've never been afraid of drinking a, a heavy barley wine in the middle of summer. I'm not afraid of drinking anything in the summertime. That's fair. That's fair. Speaking of which, hey, drink this. Okay. Yeah. And Wells will be quiet for the rest of the show, right? <laughs> hey, Josh, did you do anything fun? No, not really. Oh, okay. I mean, <clears throat> no, actually, because I can't even count the one beer thing that I did is really doing a beer thing. So, nope. You went to a place and you ordered some beer and you didn't have a good time. And yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, I was bummed. But what <laughs> what can you do? It happens. You guys uh-huh. remember Tilray? Yeah. Yeah. They uh, they own uh, Sweetwater. Okay. They're, uh, they're a marijuana company, I think, aren't they? Yes, from Canada. Yeah, man, I remember Tilray. <coughs> well, you remember how AB seemed to be kind of having this weird, like, you can just go your own way. We're done with you. We yeah. don't want you anymore. We, we saw that a couple they, well, weeks, they, months ago with um, Appalachian. Appalachian Mountain Brewery, yeah. Yeah, they sold A&B back to the owners. Yeah, what else is going on, Josh? Well, Tilray just bought up a bunch of the... Uh, some of the rest of 
the places that they snagged up, like Ten Barrel, um, Breckenridge. Which one? Breckenridge or Break, yeah. Blue Point, Ten yeah, Barrel. Blue Point. So there are a couple curious ones here, namely Shock, Shock Top. Top. Yeah. I'm like, Shock Top, uh, to my knowledge, was always an AB product. Right. Like, I don't right. ever, I would, mm, And yeah. also, Bud Light Golden Wheats. I don't like, like, <laughs> that's what, I, you know, like, I, I had this super weird, like, this is like, and I could be wrong, but I always considered Shock Top as like an AB InBev created beer to counteract or to fight against Blue Moon. Yeah, yeah, that's 100%. exactly what it was. Okay, hundred percent. So yeah, that one was very. So they odd decided to, me. to sell. I mean, to be fair, I don't see people drinking Blue Moon like they used to back in the day. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. It's just maybe that's just not where I go. Um, I really don't do a ton of sports bars, but yeah, for me this this all strikes really interestingly within the business environment that AB InBev has created for themselves. Yes. So you've got this whole fiasco and and course correction and things haven't gotten better and <clears throat> momentum started catching hold and now AB InBev actually I think beat their earnings expectations, <laughs> but Bud Light is super low down. Right, they're not selling it like they used to, and so in that business world, you know things start to happen. We're not making the money. We don't have our profit margins. The yep. stockholders are getting spooked. The board of directors wants to make sure they're making their money. Yep. So you got to start doing things, and a lot of times what we see in the corporate world is you start shuttering people. Yep. You know, send them on their way. The, um, I don't know if we've talked about it or not, but I know they they canned a couple hundred office type people at AB corporate. Um, yeah. And so then when that isn't working, <clears throat> then you start looking at selling off assets, which to me says AB is hurting and they're trying to stop the bleeding financially. Right. So that or at least do things that make it look like they're going to right the ship to regain investor confidence yeah but at the end of the day i'm looking at this and i'm like are these even high performing brands now tin barrel all right so tin barrel correct me if i'm wrong weren't they trying to brew pub that one yes okay they were trying to brew pub that one and tin barrel was independent in the beginning and tin barrel continued i think under probably what i would assume is kind of like the goose island model right where some of their mainline stuff got probably made at the bigger facilities but they still got to make their own things and they were still i mean they were winning awards at gabf and wbc like year after year after year yeah and recently too yeah oh yeah no that's what i mean like, like it, it's not that quality fell off once they got bought they no. continued to they metal. continued to get to to experiment and do fun things and, and win awards for it so it's it's very curious to me and it makes me wonder you know does abi look at this as a time to kind of jettison a lot of their underperformers and make it look like they're you know making some big deal right I, I know we don't really have any idea what Tilray paid for all of these. Oh, I know. Oh, do you now? Oh, I know. Okay. $85 million. $85 million for, for this. Okay. For this batch of whatever. And I'm sitting here like, wasn't it like 200 some million that they paid just for CBA? That feels about right. Feels yeah. About, yeah. So they are taking a write down on this for yeah, and, sure. And again, I mean... There's another corporate move, you know. We we're gonna sell it off. We'll say that we sold it at a loss. We'll write down that revenue. We'll write down the cost. Yep. Oh no! And, and suddenly their books look great, 
everybody makes their year end bonuses. Yep. Screw the people. Who cares? Yeah. Although if I'm one of these employees at one of these breweries, I might be excited. I mean, I guess here here's a, a big question. <clears throat> They're still owned by, you know, a bigger conglomeration. They're just not owned by AB anymore. So Widmer Brothers or Ten Barrel or Blue Point, are you guys going to start picking that stuff up again now? Oh, wow. Yes, yeah, since I, I really had to stop buying it when they got bought by Budweiser. You know. Well, I'll go back cool. to what I said a minute ago. I mean, I look at these as most likely underperforming brands. You know, they didn't sell off Goose Island or Wicked Weed, right. you know, because that's what everybody's, oh, what about Wicked Weed? They're not going to sell Wicked Weed. No. They will not sell Wicked Weed no. until Wicked Weed quits selling. This, this beer, like, these, in theory, are the beers that should be everywhere in all the stores because you've got AB's distribution footprint, and we don't see a lot of it. I, I was going to say, especially Blue Point. That was the one that used to see a shit everywhere, ton of. Everywhere. And then when they got bought up, it was like, it just disappeared from here. Which it wasn't like I was, you know, necessarily looking for it. But like, you just notice a big gap in the market all of a sudden of like, their toasted lagers nowhere to be found. Which, you know, I don't know that anybody was really crying about that one. Or oh, yeah. nobody's business. But I mean, you know, like Red Hook was... Like if you're from the Pacific Northwest, Red Hook, Widmer, they and like Pyramid for that matter too. You know, like they have a special connection to the locals. Right. I think the locals are going to be excited that Widmer and Red Hook are quote unquote back. Maybe they're at least they're not AB InBev or Molson Coors. Yeah. Or Heineken Lagunitas. Yeah. But how long before Tilray becomes a bad guy? So AB InBev back in 2020. Um, this is when they finalized their completed the acquisition of the Craft Brewers Alliance, and that was to for them to buy sixty eight point eight percent outstanding of CBA. That was two hundred and twenty million dollars. So two hundred twenty million dollars for Blue Point, Red Hook, Widner Brothers that just sold for eighty five. Like good, and again that's. Like sixty eight percent, not the full thing. So right, they're in for more than two hundred million dollars. That now they just parted ways with for again eighty five. Yeah, but and, tax write offs, man. Uh, yeah, and, and I'll, I'll continue to go back to you know the corporate America side of this. Just makes me icky because yes. it's just it's a bunch of creative accounting that happens yep. to make things look good on paper so that the stock goes up. And exactly. You know, whatever. Just so Lumberg's stock can go up a whole quarter of a point. Yep. Yep. Well, I see. You know, so you're shipping a few more units. That's right. Well, That's right. so you're going to really hate this next story then. What I is mean, that? by hate, I mean, you probably will care about as much as we did about the last one. Okay. What you got? Um, so, God, if we've been talking about Catawba Brewing on this show for years now, correct? Yeah. Um, because they went acquiring several yep. years ago. They bought Palmetto Brewing. Mm-hmm. I we had their Twisp hard seltzer. You remember? Oh Twisp, T W I S P P. Um. Uh. Well, then they got bought by a Made by the Water, which was a brewery and private hedge fund kind of. I was to say that was more of a, one. a holding company by the owner of the Saints. Nope. We're no, not. We're not there yet. Oh, my bad. My bad. My we're bad. not there yet. So they got bought by Made by the Water Brewing. 
and um, private equity along with another brewery in, in there, whatever. So that was going to be like uh, Oscar Blues type, canarchy type thing. Well, then uh, private equity is going to private equity, and then that got sold to the owner of the Saints. There we go. And a Where brewery, I, I don't know how it's pronounced, I just know how it's spelled, but uh, formerly known as the Dixie Brewing, Brewing Company. Company. Yep. Um, so once that went through in, wait, in October of last year, they closed the main Catawba Brewing tap room in Morganton and put most of their beer production in New Orleans. So Shock Top, not Shock Top, just thinking about Shock Top. White Zombie? The White Zombie, you know, went from being made in North Carolina to being made in Louisiana. Well, Friday, a little bit of news rolled around that uh, they are going to be closing their Wilmington location. Mm. And I went to Wilmington last location last June. Uh, we left after a third of a beer. They were that bad in the wow. atmosphere. Like, like, cool. You were the tied for the worst brewery that we visited that weekend. Um, well, I guess bad news comes in threes. I'm waiting for the third thing to drop, but apparently they just closed the Charlotte brewery today. With no notice. Which is normal. Like, a lot of folks don't realize this. Like, oh, yes, I know. It just it, it it, happens. Well, oh, it does. It's not, you know, so people get blindsided, and it kind of has to be that way, unfortunately, because you... You don't tell an employee the day they're getting let go until it's time to tell them that they're letting go. Yep. Because otherwise they're going to pull a Milton and burn down the building. Or help themselves to office supplies. <clears throat> yeah, and, and or stock. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, like there's a, you know, a, a printed out sheet of paper that they've got here that clearly was either made ahead of time or made ahead of time. Right. My point being, this wasn't some big shock. To anyone except for the employees and the customers. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. You and don't it, just sh- shut the doors one day willy-nilly. This and, has been in again, the works like, for a while. And maybe this is kind of like ABI. You know, they're looking at their portfolio, and they've got a lot of money invested in all these Catawba locations and utilities yep. and rent and everything else. And if they're not performing... And, and again, I mean, like, we see White Zombie in cans at the local stores. But other than that, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I heard anybody mention a Catawba beer outside of White Zombie. Well, and not only that, but, like, I, I know you will laugh at me for saying this, but you can't even find peanut butter jelly time. Like, you don't see it anymore. Like, it was White Zombie, and that was it. Yeah. What about CLT IPA that they brewed somewhere else um i did see that at first <laughs> then it disappeared and of course so you know n- naturally the you know meltdown on reddit you could have seen coming a mile away we were texting about this off offline and you know the breathless pearl clutching of oh we're the bubbles finally burst in the breweries and it's like no 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 I, just because a place closes doesn't mean that the brewery bubble has burst well, and how, and how many times have we said on the show that the cream will, will rise to the top, the poor performing places will eventually close, and it's a cycle. Yep. Turds get flushed. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, I know you went there once. Yep. You went there probably once because you always go to at least every brewery in town once. I've been there about a handful of times. Okay. 
Well, I'm just saying, I know you've been there between, at least... Between five and ten. At least more than once. Yeah. Just based off of what Jeff told me, I was I had zero interest in ever going. I mean, I'm it was like... It nope. was fine. It was fine. Well, was I mean, I, I never had any interest in their beer to begin with, so... Yeah. Why would I want to go? Yeah, there, there was... Like, if you didn't... If you weren't into their beer, and kind of to the... I think Wells' point, I, I don't know that their beer was getting any better. They weren't adapting. They weren't changing... And, you know, when the owners sold out, which, you know, people are all upset about that, too. But, I, you know, you get you, you start a business to make money. Yep. Not to. Yeah, make, not for the goodwill of the community. Right. They had been at it for 20 years or yeah. something like that. And, Absolutely. You know, decided to sell their stake. Oh, wow. Like somebody wants to, who started a business might want to retire. Isn't, isn't that like the American dream? Right. To build up a business, make it successful, expand it, and then be like, you know what? I'm kind of kind of tired of doing this now. Uh, let me get some money for, from it. Yeah. So I don't blame the original owners at all for this. No, 100%. But you can kind of see, okay, cool. They, they sold the brand, and then private equity bought it. Well, private equity is going to want their money at some point, oh, yeah. and there's two ways <coughs> of doing it. Either yep. they can develop it the way Canarchy has, or they can flip it, which is oftentimes like, that's just kind of what happens there, too. Again, yep. the easier way to get to the black on your ledger. Yep. Oh, yeah. So it got flipped, and at that point, you can kind of see the writing on the wall, like last October. So everybody's all up in arms in the Charlotte subreddit today talking about things that they just don't have any business talking about. And well, I did see somebody... It is Reddit. I know, yeah. but but I saw somebody in Instagram comments that like, that's it. I'm never buying another Abita product again. And I'm just sitting here like, I can't tell if you're what? making a joke <laughs> and, it, and, and it just missed me or you didn't read the article, in which case, like... They saw New Orleans and assumed it was Abita. I maybe. guess so, man. That or it's just one of those slash R slash whoosh moments. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that was, that was fun. I don't know. I, I, I feel like, I, and maybe... Because we're here, we see this happen a lot more. But the, you know, the just everybody gets so fired up about these places closing. And, oh, I'm so disappointed. And I can't believe it. And I guarantee to single every single one of those people. Were you if there? You, if you ask, when's the last time you went? Yep. 90% of them, it would be six months or further. Yep. They, Charlotte, especially, loves to cry about... The place that shut down that they haven't visited and haven't supported. And this is why it's so important for you. If you have a place that's local that you enjoy, you need to go there. Yes. You need to support them. Divine gets mad at me sometimes because I will buy their product from Grant at the Buzz. Right. And I'm like, well, he's closer. A lot he's closer got, for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he does a good job and I want to support him too. So, like, you know, I try and spread it around a little bit. But, I, you know. Support your people. Otherwise, they go away. Exactly. And even I mean, then, you can't... You Like, just because you go and support doesn't give you license to be upset if the company doesn't make it. Because sometimes the best intents of a good brewer don't overcome a bad business plan. Right. Or a changing market. Yeah. Or any number of things that could happen. 100%. And I mean, that's why typically when... You know, if I go out with Wells, it's always let's make sure we go to a place that I know I like. You know, it's 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 a heist or it's divine or it's 
resident culture. It's it's a place that oh, I, it, it's not all punishment when you go out with me. I do like to take you to some spot that you might actually enjoy. Right, but but you, you know where I'm going with that is just I know that I know if if I go out with one of you two, we're going to a place that I know I know at least one person that works there probably. Yeah, and I know where my money's going, and yep. I know that I'm supporting a good place. Yeah, and. You know, we, we've talked about going out here in a couple weekends, and, you know, it will be some spots I haven't been to. Right. A spot you haven't been to, but, like, it's the places we like to go. And to me, that's important. So Absolutely. Uh, next kind of sad story up. Do you guys remember Double Barley? I yeah. sure do. Steak cake stout, baby. Well, they have uh, unfortunately closed, closed down. Yeah. Another example of someone who's been... In it for in, a while. In it for 20-something years. <laughs> Was it more than that? Decade. My bad. They've been in it for a while. Yeah. And, you know, like we always said, or we've been saying for the last year or so, like, it's going to take a while for us to really get the feel for how bad COVID hurt a lot of these breweries. Yep. And they probably, you know, and I'm not saying this is the case with Double Barley, but, you know, there's going to come a point where it's no longer worth the effort. Cash out and move on. Well, and, and so again, just my local bottle shop hunt. I used to see their stuff, and then COVID kind of took that all away. I hadn't seen any of their stuff in a long time. I mean, COVID schmovid, I haven't seen them since, I mean, Good Bottle was still around. That was like the last place that I saw. So that was five years ago. Okay. Um, they were one of those, like the, the second brewery to open up in Johnston County. Y'all know where Johnston County is in North Carolina? Because I had I to look that up. Um, no clue. So they're in like a more rural, suburban kind of area. Um, so not a lot of built-in customers, not a lot of people like close by. Not right. a lot of so they, traffic. <laughs> so they had to rely on a tap room, sure, but also distribution. And as we've seen, like with the number of breweries opening up, that the fight for shelf space is is hell out there. Yeah, it is. And, oh, absolutely. You know, if you are a small brewery out there that doesn't have a lot of name recognition and you're depending on distributors to get your product to market. Good I mean, luck. Good, good. Good. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't mean that in a sarcastic way, like genuinely good luck to you yeah. because you have a, a real uphill battle. Yeah. They don't care about your stuff as much as you do. But okay. if, if that's like, if that's your path, then you have to make the most of it. So real question for, all three of us to examine really quick. I know at my local bottle shop, they have one cooler that is dedicated to CLT brewers. And then everything else is pretty much a mix of like state and national brands. Okay. Jeff, what about your local bottle shop? Is there one cooler nah, or is it just kind of a mix? It's, you know, the grant space while awesome is still pretty compact. There's okay. not a ton of space to, to really organize that way. I'm not saying gotcha. you wouldn't do it, right? but um, right now everything's kind of organized by style, which okay. is kind of nice because I got, you know, I'm in the mood for a West coast. I go to the West coast section. I'm right. you know, a hazy it's over here. The sours are down there, you know, like, yeah, I mean, same as Jeff, like my local also organizes by style. Gotcha. And not by geography. So, I, I well, the, the only reason I ask that question is, you know, going back to what Wells was just saying of it is such a battleground. Like, 
I feel even for the CLT breweries, I feel bad for the ones that are in that CLT section because right now I don't feel bad, but I feel bad for anybody else right, that right. is doing stuff in this town because you're probably not going to knock out some of those breweries that yeah. are in there. I mean, I mean, you know, realistically, and I'll, I'll, I'll pick on Grant for a second. I mean, like it's all dependent on what he's buying, right? And he's buying what's selling. Yep. And it's a lot of resident culture. It's a lot of burial. Yep, and divine, and well, at least in in mine, it's RC, it's divine, it's heist, yeah, it's triple C, yep, a um, little bit of birdsong, but it, it started to kind of disappear out of there slowly but surely, um, and actually, Southern Strain has started to replace birdsong, awesome. and not cooler, good for them. But you know, going back to what we were just talking about, if you are not one of those breweries I just named, yeah, then. Uphill it's going to be hard. It's to, an uphill battle. Yeah. And and, and and then if you're in a small area outside of a county that none of the three of us have any fucking clue where it even is, your battle just gets even more uphill. And so you think about, you know, the business plan of a brewery and they're going to open a new place here in town. They're going to move into that spot that's been four breweries before and that have all failed. And they're coming from, you know, Charleston, Charleston, basically. And they're an unknown in this town, which means you've either got to hit the ground Hard. on fire, yeah, or you're going to be stuck with a lot of product that's going to start going bad, and you're either going to have to dump it, or you're going to have to start packaging it, and guess what? You're probably not going to get a lot of foothold in this nope. market. Nope. And speaking of hitting the ground on fire, Monday night, came in, was doing launch events all over Charlotte at least. I knew that Monday night opened the tap room. Because they had like five events in the first week that they were open. Yep. Not to mention their grand opening party. Like, yep. I knew they had arrived. Now, whether they can keep that momentum going, whole other thing, but they seem to be a little better capitalized than a, a small formal nano brewery out yep. of, former nano brewery out of Charleston. I, I'm excited to see when Monday night hits local distro, like, heavily. I, I know. Oh, heavily, sure. Like, but I'm like, like, I've bought a 12 pack. Yes. Just mean like on a more regular. Gotcha. Not that I mind going there and getting beer. All right, so back to what we were talking about with Double Barley. It's it's sad. <laughs> it's, it's I'm kind of surprised to be honest that somebody didn't come in to buy some of their recipes, and maybe that's going to happen still. I don't know because like I can think back to having Thrilla and Vanilla, and man. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Nine years ago. Right. It was good. Well, but- at the same time, we love those Southern Tier diabetes bottles too. Uh-huh. It's just they don't. They don't Taste change, the markets change. Yeah, and I didn't really see them as keeping with it. And to me, their stuff kind of always seemed like of an era. And yep. and maybe that's because I don't, I didn't see them in the last five years. So to me, yep. they're they're frozen in time. Yeah, they're it's it's like that twenty, I'll call it like twenty fourteen to twenty eighteen range, right? I mean, like. Back in the day, I, I was in uh, Chapel Hill this last weekend, was at the Teeter, and they had uh, a bunch of Lone Rider stuff and Raleigh Brewing, obviously. And, Lone Rider, um, wow. Yeah, and, and what's what's the... Uh, sh- there was another one we were talking about just the other day. Big Boss? Yes, Big Boss. And I'm like, whoa. And like some of the labels have been updated on some of them. But like, yeah, it was that like flashback in time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, hell, like that hop art that I got from yeah. uh, whatever place in South Carolina. You yeah, know? coast, coast. Yeah, good beer, but like I'm like, yeah, no, this was this was a this was a good beer in 2015. Yeah, 
It's a moment in time. Yeah, it's not bad. Hop Art last month. Yeah, Hop Art and Boy King. I mean, still great beers. Yeah. They're just, you know, things are different now. Yeah, they are. You're absolutely right. Well, what's what's going on in foggy old London town? Well, so I've got some good news and some bad news. The good news first. um, They're tweaking with the alcohol tax in Britain, and they're kind of doing things in tiers now. So... They're basically going to be taxing beer uh, by the alcohol percentage. Okay. So if you drink a lot of small beer, congratulations. Which is pretty common over there. The tax rate is going to be lower. Bad news is beer costs now are higher than before Brexit. So it's like, congratulations, you're saving some money. You're paying more money for this product anyway. And I'm just going (laughs) to be kind of the cynic here and say uh, the customers are not going to see this. Yeah. Like the tax rate's going to drop, but I'm not expecting like the cost <laughs> per pint to drop. Yeah. Nah, that's not, not the my only world. Thing better than making money on a pint is making more money yeah, on a on pint, a pint. Yep. which goes back to my, you they know, come in pints now, it, which goes back to my, my previous stance. Businesses are in business to make money. Full stop. What is the deal with that? You got really Seinfeld there. Hey, my bad. I, I didn't. I didn't mean to get up in that high register. It just kind of <laughs> happened. So if you're drinking a lot of three point five percent below, it's going to be taxed differently. The next tier is three point five to what? Over eight point five percent. This, this is weird. Whatever. So if if pubs decide to pass the savings on the customers, you're looking at. A fourteen cent savings. Wow. wow! What am I going to do with all this money? Well, the individual's not. It's the pub owner. The you know, th- yeah. they're the ones that are making the money off of it. Yep. Cool. Yep. So yeah, good for them, I guess. Huh. Last up, I guess. Yeah. Here I'm, we are. Uh, confused by this story, but please uh, explain. All right, so there was a, a South Carolina-based brewery called Brewery 85 in Greenville. I, I never went. I, I, I've been to a brewery nearby it in my travels, but not Brewery 85 because they closed before I could get there. Uh, anyway, so there's going to be a new CBD, or they like to say it's a cannabis uh, beverage company. I'm like, oh, cool, so you're doing like CBD seltzers and things. Oh, it's CBD. Okay, I was like, yeah. oh. Oh, look. Anytime I'm like, there's no way a damn actual cannabis company is going to be setting up shop in South Carolina of all places. Oh uh, yeah, it's hemp based. Okay. What what have you? Okay. Delta eight, Delta nine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, so they're they're setting up shop in the old Brewery eighty five um, building, and and my thought is, I I feel like we're just getting started. Yeah. In, oh, in terms of, of seeing these. Yeah. And it, it did raise my interest that this is happening in South Carolina, of all places. I mean, how many times, and I don't know about Jeff, because, you know, Jeff doesn't live in the city, so he doesn't drive around as much. But even you, when you drive around, do you notice the CBD stores all oh, over yeah. the place? Yeah, I, I mean, they're been, fucking yeah, everywhere. It's, it's been like that for a number of years. And then, you know, it's the CBD and Kratom and um, vape shops. And, you know, and it's like, I get it. I get it. I really yeah. do. You know, and and at some point, I, I think Wells is right that we're gonna lose another one of these breweries, and we're gonna get one of these companies moving in to do the same thing. 
I, I don't know how big the market is for the CBD seltzer. You can buy Rebel Rabbit here in town today. I can? Yeah. Yeah. I happen to know a place not too far away from my house where you can buy it. I happen to know a place not too far away from my house that you could buy it as well. Wait, do, do we, do you and me, do, do we know stuff at a bottle shop that Wells doesn't? I know. What <laughs> the hell? I, well, my brain explode. We kid. Because, hey, because was, we care. Yeah, it was... For once, we get the Lord something over you, damn it. That's right. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> By the I way, we're going to have to uh, reschedule our next recording because I'm going to be somewhere else. We, we really don't... Like, this isn't really a big shock that right. this is going to happen. Um, I, you know, and I say going to happen, I mean, like, they, they moved into a bigger space. They've clearly, you know, gotten a foothold. They make their product. You know, it's getting distributed up here, you know, since it's not on the illegal spectrum of things, so to right. speak. Like, you know, they can get away with it yep. for now. For now. I mean, you know, let, well, unless something happens. And, you know, again, like I, I have expect like these guys. And I, I think we've made the same comment about regular CBD shops in the past as well. They will be successful. And then one day it'll come out. Oh, yes. Weed is now legal. And like they'll, there will be a button that they have oh, yeah. under the counter that they push. Everything flips. And everything flips, <laughs> and then suddenly they're they go from all. red to green. That's right. Exactly. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, and yeah, I mean, good on them that the, they have gotten big enough that they're able to buy a production facility this yep. size. So if it does ever become legal, hey, what do you know? It's real I mean, hard. We, we've literally talked about four different brewery sites, almost five closing. We've talked almost. We've talked about four to five breweries, breweries locations that have closed just in this, this episode, episode. Yeah, which is more than we probably had in the last months. Yeah, but where there's a vacuum, someone else may step in. So you know, it's fine. Everything will be CBD seltzers. I, I mean, moving forward, it's going to be very curious to see this. Um, and, and I even think like with Tilray circling back to the beginning, you know, they are just, Oh, they're prime. They're ready. Cause they've got all this distribution network. Like the, the Sweetwater as, button is ready to be pressed. Uh, we yeah. don't make beer anymore. It's all weed beer now. Well, you, you thought that it was a terpene beer before this. Oh, trust me. I, I, I fully see they will be the brewery that does all weed beers as soon as it's, you know, nationally or federally legal. They've got that button ready, too. They're ready to hit it. Tilray has already told them, this is what you're going to do. And they're like, cool. But still, it, it is curious to see something like that happen so close and on the scale. But also, in South Carolina, like, not exactly what I consider a marijuana mecca. But yeah, especially what, Greenville, South Carolina. Get it, man. This is green in the name, man. How it does. I mean, like we get out. We we crap on Greenville, Josh and I do, especially because we've been there. But umpteen times, it's been growing and growing. Oh, I'm sure it has and growing, I'm and it's sure it's it really becoming a big deal. I've been to a couple Greenville breweries in the last month and a half, two months. Um. Southern side was one. Iron Hills, another. Like, well, Iron Hills, like a Pennsylvania chain that has a Greenville presence, and I think the Greenville beer scene's absolutely blown up just in the last three years, much less the last. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Crazy to see. 
All right, we ready for break? Yep, you got it. We'll be back in 30. Time for buy no buy. I'll explain how it works. Pretty simple. We've been drinking beer throughout the show, and we use a very simple scale. It's a one or it's a zero. We buy it or we don't. If you want to trade beer with us, hit us up. Contact at craftbeercast.com or hate mail at craftbeercast.com. Uh, I still use the Twitter thing, I guess. Maybe X. X. Whatever. Or you have to do it like every other news article does right now. X, formerly known as Twitter. Twitter. Like I said, okay. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Or don't forget about our subreddit, slash r slash craftbeercast. Jeff, first beer up. First beer up from Westbrook. Actually, what is it right now, guys? It's uh, hot outside. Yeah, it is currently. I will tell you. 96 degrees. And wouldn't you like a beer? 92. To, wouldn't you like a beer specifically made to drink when it's hot outside? Yes. Well, I have one of those for you today. What's it called? Beer to drink when it's hot outside. What timing? <laughs> I know, right? Um, what a name. This is a corn lager brewed with key lime puree. So it's a lime lager. A key lime lager at that. Um, it's light. It's refreshing. It's got a little bit of sweetness to it, but not too much. Uh, yeah, I would drink the crap out of this when it's hot outside like it is right now. Big bye. Wells. I'm a sucker for key lime. Uh, and I'm a sucker for light lagers when it's mid 90s outside when it's so you want to you want to put some key lime in my light lager i am receptive to that he put i put the key lime in the westbrook and we drank it but, all up but this is this is good man uh just that first little sip i'm like just kind of elicited an ah reaction from mm-hmm. me even though we're we're inside and then you know air-conditioned space somewhat uh it, it's just good man um big buy on this josh yeah, that's the reason I bought it, because it was hot, and I wanted a beer to drink. And I was like, and it's got key lime. Like, we just checked all three boxes. Right. We're in. I see this as an absolute win. Yes, exactly. And, uh, yeah, I'm a sucker for key lime, too. So as soon as I saw key lime, I'm like, yep, it's not getting this bad boy. So absolute buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up from uh, New Anthem. This is Lower Height. And I apologize in advance, because I have a bad habit of getting New Realm and New Anthem mixed up in my head. That's the only reason that there is a new anthem beer on the show again. Okay. Sure. Um, this is what they call a uh, a New England IPA, apparently. What? What I do you mean, apparently? I don't know, man. This is... It's hazy as hell. Okay. It's, it's, it's mid. It's fine. I, I've had better... It's not going to make me start buying this one. No buy. Well, I'll roll with this. It's um, it's got a nice melony presence to it. Uh, malt bills a, a touch uh, sweet, but it comes together in in kind of a nice way. I enjoy it, Josh. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hate this one, but I know how divisive new anthem beers can be on the show. And again, 
incidentally bought it because my dumb brain always mixes up New Anthem and New Realm, and I was like, this doesn't look like a typical New Anthem can, so no, it's got to be New Realm, right next to the New Realm beer. It's, it would make sense, wouldn't it? It's neither. Yeah. I mean, it's one. Almost yeah. as if alphabetizing beer makes sense. Almost. Almost. Uh, but no, this is, is good. Uh, I've had better New Anthem beers. I've had worse New Anthem beers. Um, mid is probably a good word for it, but I'd still buy it. Next beer up. From Burial. <clears throat> Cognitive indifference towards something more fulfilling. A West Coast style IPA. West Coast? West Coast style. Wells is mad. Yeah. Yeah, probably for the same reason I am. It's um, it's like borderline West Coast, but um, I don't know. It, it's it's fine. Again, it's it's a burial that whether I like it or not, I'll never see it again. So there's that. Um, um, I would buy one of these at the Buzz on two dollar off can day. On Thursdays, he has two dollars off cans. Okay, um, and that's usually our move. Is I'll go in and I'll buy a couple of cans. It's my way to try a couple of different things, cheaper than getting stuff on draft. Um, yeah, I, I would. Okay, fine. I, I'd buy one of these. Oh wow! The horror, the I, horror. I am floored because I marked you as a zero because I just assumed. Yeah, like the longer it's sitting with me, the more I'm liking it. it just, I mean, out of the three of us, you are the one that has the proclivity to rightfully so hate on burial i i just i i'm i'm tired of this shtick i get it i do get it <laughs> i understand why they do it it totally makes sense I, i'm not mad at them for doing it it just like the novelty has worn off yeah wells i think this would be a, a mid-level like yeah a mid hazy ipa except this is a west coast ipa which Labeled I, as it Which least. I can't tell, judging by the flavor, and especially just looking at it. Right. This thing is hazy. I don't appreciate that in my West Coast IPAs. I don't understand how Burial can have... I, I bet you if we went to the Burial Tap Room and had this on draft, it's a different story. So how do you fucking up your cans so bad? Well... And they, and they are. And this hear me out. garbage West Coast IPA. What if... And again, what if... What if that's actually a different beer and they put it in the wrong cans and nobody can tell the difference? But it happens like all the time. Anytime that I get or got, I should say, because I'm no longer buying these, uh, any sort of West Coast IPA from Burial, like in cans, it's like you're supposed to, when you do your cans first, right? When you're doing your packaging, can first. So that should be clear beer, like, yeah. you know, run off a little bit and then light kegs until you run out of kegs. Um, okay, dumb question. Why? Well, because the the beer should be like clear, when clear you first at the top, and so pulling it, things uh, off. And I, okay, but, but this, no, that. Also, it's a lot easier when the beer settles. When you put that into a keg, it'll stay mostly settled. True. As opposed to when you pour a can, if there's sediment in it. Yeah, good point. Good point. I I just I don't buy. You're, you're not buying it on principle, basically. I'm, I don't. Well, principle schmitzable. If I wanted a, this, this looked like Jeff poured like two beers together. That's this is not a West Coast. He remember, 
nerd. It's not. You're the light of my life. That's how I remember. <laughs> so it's on that side. Don't like it. Can't buy it. Won't buy it. Next, Josh. Yeah, this is another one of those kicking the dicks where I'm like, why am I still buying these? Because they're never West Coast beers. If I knew it was a hazy, or if they said, hey, this is supposed to be a hazy, I'd be happy. But I expected a West Coast beer, did not get one. Nope. Not going to buy it. Next beer up. Uh, Next up from Hopfly. This is, uh, oh no, that's a collaboration with Ology. This is uh, Cesar. A double IPA. Double dry hopped with Strata and Anchovy. It's been a while since anchovies made an appearance. Yeah, it's been two months. And yet here we are. Um, I, li- I li- actually, I really enjoy this. I'm excited to go to Hotfly. Um, I like this beer a lot. And I and I would imagine it's because the strata is a little more prominent than the anchovy. Um, I... I don't mind anchovy. It's not one of my favorites. But uh, this beer works really well. I like it a lot. Yeah, I'm a buy. Well, well, this is crazy. Uh, we had an anchovy West Coast IPA. Now, not actual the fish, but it's a hop variety, um, fast fashion. Dumbest hop variety name of all time. Uh, yeah. You know, go back a couple of months. We had a resident culture beer, uh, West Coast, using anchovy hop. It was simply called anchovy. Um, and I was very confused because I thought it was the fish, and I, I was know. not happy about it. But I, I enjoyed that beer. I thought, like, for a single hop West Coast IPA, there was a lot going on with it. So anytime, I, I, I don't know. That, that's, like, my new favorite thing. Brew One was, like, my yep. last favorite hop, and now Brew One I still love. But anchovies like, my flavor of the year. Um, I, I really enjoy this I, a lot. Uh I'm going to be looking for this soon, and it's a buy. Josh. Josh, you know, like. So, I mean, the second one from the Hot Fly that all three of us have really enjoyed, like, yep. they're killing it all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, I saw that, and I was like, you know what? As big as we like the last one from yep. them, like, there's no way I can't pick this four-pack up, and, and you know, damn, it's good. Maybe maybe need to, we need, we, and I'm talking to myself here, need to give Frothy Beard from Charleston a little more grace until they hit the ground to see what happens because oh yeah hot fly came in from virginia i want to say rocky mount north carolina okay and we were all kind of like yeah this is super weird for you to be coming in here right. to take the old unknown space but so help me they've done great yeah i mean even when wells and i went there shortly after they opened and i don't even think they were brewing there yet were they when we first went or were they I can't remember. They they might have just gotten started. Okay. Point is, like, not really. Right. So now that they are up and running and they are doing... No, I think you already poured that one for me. Yep. Um, now that they are totally up and running and doing their own thing, like, I'm super happy that, you know, I know I'm going to get some quality stuff from them. So, yep. absolute bite. Uh, final beer up? Final beer up from Resonant Culture. Hey, you were just talking about them, Wells. Yeah. Hey, this is a beer called, wait, Anchovy Spritzer? <sighs> Dang it, Wells. Uh, this is a double IPA with uh, Anchovy, Nectaron, Simcoe, Nelson, and Citra. Um, you know, Resin Culture is one of those breweries that, like, I feel like a lot of breweries are probably avoiding Anchovy 
just because like trying to have can you imagine having to explain that yeah in it's your not tap room? it's not the fish yeah but like fish. resident culture is just weird enough that they can get away with it um this one's definitely heavier on the anchovy it uh, i'm kind of on the opposite side of the spectrum as well i don't mind it like i said earlier it's just it's not my favorite this is a little too anchovy present um I- i'm a no buy I had a lot of fun with this. In fact, today when I was checking in, or not checking this beer, but adding it to our, our show list, I decided to go down a little rabbit hole on Untapped and just look at all the reviews of people checking into this. Oh, God. Uh, bait and Switch uh, definitely exceeded expectations, maybe due to no anchovies, and it's not a spritzer. Uh, did they mislabel this? Anchovies? No. Spritzer? No. A damn good double? Yes. Next comment. No, this Next, is not made t- with anchovies. Somebody else is not fishy at all. Somebody else says tastes nothing like anchovies. Kind of disappointed. Oh, God. Can you reply to those and be like, you should try their lightning drops. It absolutely does not taste like lightning yeah, at all. It does not taste like Thor. Slightly sweet, not very hoppy. Drinking this at a vegan street fair. That's my favorite. And uh, Thanks. N- Who asked? Not, not fishy at all. Uh, thank you so very much, somebody, for saying this beer is not fishy at all. It's not. It's just called Anchovy Spritzer. Um, because Anchovy <laughs> is the stupidest name of a hop of all time. But on the flip side, at least it's not like HBC 973. Or HBC 1019. Right. Or, yes. Uh, when's when's the, the, the next crisper made hop going to just be called 69420, dude? <laughs> LOL. Sponsor, bud. It's about Sweet April. Okay. I feel like it's going to hit about April. Okay. Um, Tilray's already got the rights. As I was just uh, saying on the last, uh, the the Caesar beer, uh, Lord knows I'd, I'd really enjoy anchovy hop. You throw that into the mix with a whole bunch of other just dependable hop varieties for hazy IPAs, and uh, surprise, surprise, this is damn good. I really enjoy it. Absolute buy. Josh? Yeah, I'm right there with you, but um, I'm very mad that it doesn't taste like fish nor a spritzer, so zero out of ten would not buy again. No, absolutely, this is good. This is fucking delicious. And you just gave me an idea. What's that? Instead of the stupid Kickstarter shit, reading the dumb untapped comments, I will actually install untapped just to look at the some of the stupid comments on check-ins. Oh, no. Nah, no? Don't. No? Okay. Uh, yeah, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and start reading the comments on YouTube videos. Like, do you, I know you, like, have issues, but do you really hate yourself that much? I mean, we hate you that much, but well, I didn't I mean, realize just, you hated just, you that much. Just with the dumb beer names, like the the anchovy, th- like I don't know. That was that was kind of funny. Here doesn't taste like fish. Like, <clears throat> really? Like this comment if you're still listening in 2023. Oh, uh, Anyways, yeah, absolute buy. So it's not I mean, pra- in fairness, Anchor Steam doesn't taste like an Anchor nor Steam. So you know, there's that. <laughs> right. Oh, false advertising. No wonder they're no one. No, no, wonder, no they wonder they closed. Yeah, I mean, like, oh gosh. God. This whole time, if they just would have tasted like, you know, an anchor or steam or, steam or like or both Fremont's rusty nail, you know, I mean, like oh. we all got our tetanus shots beforehand and yeah. were severely disappointed that there was no rusty nails in there. Didn't taste like copper. Fuck that. <laughs> all right. Time for I tap that pretty simple out of the beers that we drink on the show. What would you put on your kegerator either if you had one or in Wells and Ice case, your imaginary one, Jeff? Uh, it's hot outside, so I want some beer to drink, and uh, I know we'll probably all do the same thing, but yeah, it 
the key lime was just right. I, and I feel like sometimes Westbrook can go a little overboard with their adjuncts, but the key lime was just right. The the light lager was real tasty. Yeah, I would put a hurting on that keg. Wells? Uh, if I bought it, I, I kind of like all the ones that I bought the same and I hate all the ones that I didn't about the same too, but it's going to be that anchovy spritzer for me. Real close between that and the Caesar. Josh, what are you going to do? At two Brute? Woo! Got to be that Caesar, man. That's a damn good... I, don't get me wrong, that that Key Lime Lager was a very, very close second, but I would absolutely crush Caesar. So I'm so surprised. I mean, like, I'm like genuinely surprised that we didn't all go after the Key Lime. Huh. Yeah, I mean, it's damn good. I give that beer 23 knives, or however many it was. <laughs> all right, Jeff, we're to the end of the show. Where are we at? Uh, come check us out on the interwebs, craftbeercast.com. You can, uh, we're on, we're, we're not posting vids, so we have no X vids yet. Right. Um, but we are occasionally posting content, and I think they still call that a skeet. Is that right? I don't not, know. Not a skeet? All right. Josh is over there skeeting all over the place. So I mean, ah, like, skeet, you know, skeet! Check us out. Uh, we got a Patreon. Support us. Or doubt. Whatever. It's all good. Wells, where can they find you? Uh, apparently, we were back in 2004, so check there first. Uh, otherwise, you can find me at all the wells on Insta. Friendster. Friendster. Friendster, yes. Uh, you can find me at all the wells on. I, I, I say this every week. I still don't know how to use threads. threads. Uh, but Instagram, I'll have a lot of hot. Don't talk too big about it. Zuck will fight you eventually, maybe, possibly, but not really. I don't have to have surgery, so bring it, bitch. <laughs> Josh, where are you? Besides right here, you can uh, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend, tell somebody. You've been listening to us. Uh, we are rapidly approaching episode 500. Uh, already have some plans in the works for that one. Some more on that once we get there. Um, we have a subreddit, slash r slash craftbeercast. Throw some articles up there if you are interested. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, contact at craftbeercast.com if you want to send us articles or talk trades or anything like that. And other than that, we will talk to you all next Thursday. Thursday.